1: This is Linnea, your host, and welcome back to Unpacking the Box podcast. Ooh. I came to get, 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 get this party jumping. I came to get this party, party, club. I came to get, get, get this party jumping. I came to get, get this party with Charlene Ridley who is the founder of Unpause Your Dreams LLC and she is also a transition coach. Hello Queen, how are you? Hello, hello,
0: hello. I am
1: doing well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. I'm so happy to have you.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here.
1: Yes, of course. All right, where are you from?
0: Originally, I am from upstate New York, but I have lived all over the country, <laughs> so and I currently live in the Charlotte metro area.
1: Okay, and how do you like it?
0: Um, you know, it's hard to say because I moved to Charlotte right before the pandemic, and so I was really enjoying it, getting out, connecting in the city, meeting people, and then we went on lockdown. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not the same, right? But from what I
1: know of it, I, I, I enjoy it. Okay, awesome. Awesome. So now before we talk about your business, which is amazing, I looked at all like the work that you do, which I think is so awesome, especially for Thank entrepreneurs. You. You're welcome. But before we get into that, can you talk a little bit about your journey, the journey that, you know, led you on this path and, you know, how you grew up?
0: Absolutely, so I grew up in upstate New York. I grew up in a two parent household, but um, people hear that and they automatically think you had the perfect life, right? The ideal life. My um, family was an amazing family, but it was less than perfect. So there was a lot of challenges. I wound up in the foster care system and and wound up on my own at about 16. And so I had a child um, at 17 And then the love of my life um, was arrested and sent to prison for something that he did not do. And life had to go on for me, right? He was um, sentenced to 25 to life. I had to go on. I had to create a life for me and my child and just really grow our lives, right? I didn't want what I had seen so much of in my neighborhood, in my community. I wanted something different. So I went on, went to college, got my bachelor's degree, got my master's degree, eventually got married, had two other children, and really, and then got divorced. And really after that divorce and being a single mother with three kids, I lived in Las Vegas. I was trying to find myself and understand who I was without children Who was Charlene as the person, right? Without children, without a husband, without a man, just who was I? So I spent time really digging into myself. I did a lot of transformational work, hired a coach, did a lot of that kind of thing. And it really was life-changing. And so for me, I was like, you know what? I've always known that I've loved people. I've always been excited about helping people, but that's when I knew I wanted to enter, enter the coaching space and really help people achieve their dreams and transition into the lives that they really want and do so seamlessly without all the bumps and bruises that I've had in my life.
1: I love that though. I love how you turn, you know, your situation though, you know, into like power basically and then also empowering others and helping others. I love that.
0: Absolutely. That's what, you know what, I think that we're all put here for community and we're all put here to take our experiences, you know, some people call them testimonials, but to take your experiences and to help them be uh, a ground for other people to launch into better lives. Sometimes people don't want to do that. They carry shame or they carry guilt and they don't want to use their story to help other people's bu- people. But if we really just put all of those other things away and look at the bigger picture, When I think back where I came from and where I'm at now, I'm incredibly grateful. And I want to be able to share that. I want to be able to help other people live their dreams.
1: Yes, I love it. So now, and speaking of what you do, what does a transition coach uh, entail as far as like, um, you know, exactly specifically what you do to help others, just in case someone may not know what that is. And then what does Unpause Your Dreams entail? So, that's a really good question. So transition.
0: So we're always transitioning in life, right? We're, we're Whether it's from one career or one position at a career to another, um, I work a lot with solopreneurs, so people that have started their business and it's just them and they want to grow and scale their business. So they're moving from I do everything till I'm an actual small business and I need to grow and support this. So in those transitions, I actually help people by coaching them through creating the strategies that they need to step into the next step of their life and to do it without um, without any, with the least amount of pain as possible. Let's say that. <laughs> and so Unpause Your Dreams, I found, it, I found Unpause Your Dreams, actually started it in 2016 and It was really geared towards helping people live their dreams. And at that time, it didn't really matter to me if it was you wanted, if your dream was, I want to move cross country and start over in a new city. I want to grow my career. I want to make six figures. I want to change careers. I want to start a business. I want to scale a business. So it really is any process of change that you are going through, helping you manage that and create strategies so that you can succeed
1: and succeed quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and what are some reasons why? Because I know I can resonate with like dreams, certain dreams that I just pretty much never moved on. And I know a lot of us do, but what are some reasons why you think some people get stuck at the dream phase, you know, with no action?
0: Ah, that's a good question. I think a, there's a lot of reasons, right? So mm-hmm. I think a lot of us have these dreams when we're kids and we either grow up and one or two things happens we grow up we have families and we put our love of our family or our significant other whatever that is we put that as a priority and so we table the dream thinking okay i'll just come back to it later right or Mm -hmm. we grow up and we have a dream but because of the limiting beliefs of people around us we don't think that we can accomplish that dream so we change our dream to make it something that makes more sense. So for example, you know, kids that grow up and are like, "Oh, I want to be an artist or I want to be this." And you've heard at least when I was growing up, people would say, mm-hmm. "Oh, you know, you're going to be a starving artist. <laughs> artists don't make money like that." Right. And so then that kid who loves art and really has this passion for it and wants to do it suddenly changes their mind and is in school for accounting. <laughs> because <laughs> my mom said artists are starving and I need to make money to be able to take care of myself. So I'm going to go to school for accounting. And then they wind up just for either forgetting their dream or tabling it, thinking it'll be a hobby thinking, you know, I don't even need to be in that space anymore. One of those, I think, I think everybody pauses at least one of their dreams. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. Cause it's like, and I know it's a, it's a plethora of reasons, but it's like, that's why I love what you do because you help people, you know, kind of get, get it off of the table, you know, and get it going. And I love that because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you got to do what makes you happy. And if you want to do something, you got to go for it.
0: You do. And you know, what's so incredible it, it's great to have a conversation with you and you're saying like, Oh, you got to do something that makes you happy. Absolutely. But do you know how many people don't even know what makes them happy Mm -hmm. that to me is incredible when I sit down and I do a consultation with somebody and it's not as rare as you think it is that they're like you know what I reached out to you because you're all about dreaming you're always excited about it and I don't even know if I have a dream yeah and that's like okay Okay, we can do something with that, right? Because everybody has a dream. You just have to help them remember it, or you have to uncover it for them. Because every single person on this earth deserves to be happy. We weren't put here to just do something to make money and be miserable all day long.
1: Mm-hmm. That's not why we're here. I agree. I agree. Um, so what? So I know you do coaching, which is awesome. You do one-on-one coaching. Like, what kind of? you know, coaching services you have, are you doing like different segments of the coaching or different levels to it? Just so, you know, in case somebody wants to, you know, sign up for coaching with you.
0: Sure. So I do do one-on-one coaching. I actually am opening up some spots in March. I'll be taking on three new people um, for one-on-one coaching, but also I do group coaching. So I'm launching actually a new dream, um, 90 Days to Dream program in March as well and so in that program it will be everything from working starting at the very beginning thinking about your mindset doing some mindset work to uncover your limiting beliefs understand how those limiting beliefs have um, stopped you from living your dreams and then start to dig into who you are to what lights you up to what makes you excited every day to what can you do to create some income around that Because it's nice to have a dream, right? (laughs) And to have a dream and use it as a hobby. But ultimately, we do need to to have income too, right?
1: So to be able
0: to monetize your hobby or your passion and create a life around it. So that 90 days will walk people through that entire process. And by the end of the 90 days, they should be leaving with a strategy, a personal strategic plan to launch that dream and to start seeing immediate results in terms of creating income.
1: Okay. I love that too. Cause I think just conversations that I've had with other fellow creators, it's like whenever um, we have a conversation about dreams and doing certain things, money always comes up. Cause I think, I think some people too kind of equate following your dreams as you, you have to have like all this money, you know, eventually that comes, but I love how you take it slow and and you get to that point, you know, after you figure out what the root is and what their dream is and things like that. Cause I think that's important.
0: It is really important. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because you know, money is a key factor, but money shouldn't be the deciding factor, right? Mm -hmm. It should not be the deciding factor because so many people have these dreams. I'll think about relocation. I also, oh, I also teach one off workshops, so I have a relocation workshop. And the reason that I started teaching that workshop is I have a lot of people that would come to me and say, you've lived in all these different places, how do you do, like, how do you pick up the move? Like, how do you create? And mm-hmm. so I started to think about it and a lot of the conversations that I would have to people, they would say, oh, I'm not spending one more winter in the Northeast or in Chicago or wherever, right? I don't want to be here anymore, but I just have to get my money to this point and then I get to leave. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it would be two or three years and it would, I would say, hey, are you still thinking about moving? No, you know, some things happen and I had to spend that money. So I'm just going to stay here until I can get it together. Right? Right yeah but the reality of the matter is life is always happening and one thing that i know for sure we create money for the things that we want to do mm-hmm. so when a dream becomes a priority you will create what you need to see it come to fruition
1: yes that is so true i agree with that 100 percent. yes
0: definitely right because we create money for everything else don't
1: we <laughs> yes we do because I, I, I literally have these conversations all the time because like when we really want something especially it was, was a business and we just think we can't do it we find it from somewhere we create it you're right we do mm-hmm. yep we,
0: we do. create it and if you think about us as women even think about how much money the beauty
1: industry makes
0: right yeah. people are not people are not sitting around saying I don't have the money to get my hair done. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're, they're not. And I'm telling you, <laughs> sometimes I have a friend who is, um, who's an amazing, amazing hairstylist. She's been featured on Vogue. And we've done some creative work together too, um, mm-hmm. in terms of coaching and getting her to where she wanted to be. But it's so amazing because I look at some of like her, her custom made wigs. Mm-hmm. You know, the lowest one is five or six hundred dollars. That's the, the least expensive. And, mm-hmm. and everyone in the neighborhood has one. right? They're buying them. So I, they're <laughs> buying them. So I think to myself when people say, you know, I really want to do this or that, but I don't have the money. I'm like, well, no, you just don't want it bad enough or you haven't tapped into that emotion in you, that really helps you believe that you can have it. Because if you did, you would spend, you would create the money the same way that you create the money to go get the, you know, whatever it is, you would do that for your dream.
1: Yes. I agree with that too. I, that resonates with me so much. Just, just all the battles that I've been through with just like being an entrepreneur. Like that is so true. I feel everything you're saying. Cause that's exactly how it is. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> So it, We can it's change different. that though, right? Like that's part of yeah. my
0: coaching is to change that, to to have that, you know, I, I really can understand in the initial consultation because I do the complimentary consultations, but I do that to help un- to figure out and understand where the person is coming from, right? Mm-hmm. Because some people are right there on the brink where they... They, I don't know what I'm. I don't know what my dream is, but I really want to do something different because I understand that my life, the way it is, isn't working. So I need something different. And then there are some people that are like, I call them interested but not uncomfortable. Mm, right? I'm interested in changing my life, but I'm not uncomfortable with it mm-hmm. because when you're interested and not uncomfortable, then. Then investing in yourself, right? Which coaching or any workshop or any program is investing in yourself. When you're interested but not uncomfortable, it's it's not a pressing need. So you're not gonna say, Yes, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready, I'm ready to unpause my dreams, I'm ready to figure out what I love, I'm ready to live a life that makes me absolutely excited to wake up in the morning and to just be in, right? You're not gonna do that.
1: True. Very, very true. So I'm a firm believer in, you know, in order for us to help others, to pour into others, we definitely got to pour back into ourselves. We have to. We have to replenish. So, what do you like to do for relaxation, like when you're not working? Uh, I love the spa. I love the spa.
0: (laughs) Um, I believe in self care, and the spa is my jam. But I also like cooking. I like cooking and I like trying, you know, new dishes, cooking new dishes. I love music, but usually like live music and I like reading. So when I'm not working, I really unplug. Most of the time I'm by myself or with my kids, but I unplug. I have some music. I'll cook some food or I'll take a, you know, a trip, a weekend trip away for just me and go unplug completely, go off the grid, because I believe in doing that too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go reset. I love that. I love it. Yes, because we got to do that sometimes. We have to just to maintain our our peace, you know? So we, I love that.
0: We do. We have to. And it's so important. I, You know, I think it's so important to me that I even decided, you know, this year I'm working on Um, building out a retreat package. It's a rest, renew and relax, rest, relax and renew retreat. Because Mm -hmm. I think so many times we don't, we don't unplug. Even if we go on vacation, we're busy, 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 going, going, Oh, I want to go over here. I want to do this. I want to do that. But we need time to go off the grid, off of social media, not away. Like when I do it and I, from my family, I tell my kids and they're older, right? My kids are Mm -hmm. older. So I can say those, Okay, don't call me unless something is severely wrong. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, this is how I define severely wrong. The house is burning down. <laughs> then you call me. Other than that, for three days, mom is off the grid. Yes. And I, I really do <laughs> that to teach them too, right? To teach them yes. that you need time to unplug and
1: unwind too. It's healthy. It's a, it's a it's great thing. Healthy. It feels good. So, it yeah. does. I'm with you. <laughs> so what is your all-time favorite movie or book or both? Oh my goodness.
0: My all-time favorite movie. <laughs> I have a couple. But okay. one movie I will say I will watch again and again and again is Stomp the Yard. I don't know why. I just love the movie. Right, if it's on yard. TV, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it's on TV, I'm gonna watch it. Um, and that's funny because I don't watch much TV. My all-time favorite book i think i have they're tied so i have to tell you both um it's the four agreements and the alchemist
1: okay all right super good books
0: i recommend everybody everybody reads them
1: yes so during this pandemic which we're still in it because covid just you know keeps multiplying keeps having little babies so how what have you learned about yourself during uh the pandemic?
0: Mm, that's a good question. What have i learned about myself during the pandemic? one thing i o- i have always known but i think i've gotten a greater understanding of it is mm-hmm. that of uh, my resiliency right mm-hmm. just my resiliency and so i think that comes up specifically for me because with the pandemic there's been a lot. You know, working from home because I still work a full time job for now (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then working from home. And then I have two children that are in school and one did well in virtual learning. The other one has anxiety. And from March of 2020, could not do Zoom or virtual learning. So I had to completely take her out of school and I had to create curriculum, homeschool take care of her and make sure that she's on track while working full-time, while running my business full-time, and making sure my son was good. And so I don't feel like, looking back on it, I'm like, wow, that was a lot. But in the moment, it was just like, okay, here's what I do. Let's create the plan. Let's work the plan, right? Let's bring in all of the skills that you've had from your whole life, and let's just make it happen. And she really, really flourished. And she went back to school this year, of course, and she's performing at the top of her class. So that, it didn't surprise, I don't want to say it surprised me,
1: but I was like, okay, I really, I didn't know I could homeschool. Okay. (laughs) So I learned that. (laughs) I think it's been especially tough on students and like the whole holding school going from, you know, in the class and school to virtual and then everything that's going on in the midst of that. So I think that is a great accomplishment. And kudos to you. Thank you, thank
0: you. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to do it because it really did make a difference because not every kid can can survive in a virtual environment and she cannot. She's just, she just has that anxiety. So turning on a Zoom camera is going to put her in a different place and she's an A student. She's not gonna be able to learn. And being able to say, okay, and having the knowledge that sometimes you have to parent your kids differently. What's good for one is not good for the other, but okay, I can do this. I can rise to this occasion. I can take it on even if it feels like it's, you know, a lot and we mm-hmm. can get it
1: done. That's true. And I have three myself and you are right. All, you know, will work with, for one, it don't work for, you know, the other, it doesn't work. So I, I understand I, that. and see it's interesting because we know that now right but I think about my parents
0: my parents kind of thought you know you just raise your kids one way (laughs) everybody has to do it but now we know like no what works for one doesn't work we're all different people we're all very unique we learn differently we communicate differently we show love differently we receive love differently
1: yep and different personalities all that Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. If, If you could only pick one person from Black history to have a conversation with, who would that be with and why?
0: One person from Black history to have a conversation with. I think that I would want to talk to, and I don't even know her name, and I feel bad about that. But the little girl that was the first girl, the painting was painted of her, the first girl that went to school after segregation.
1: was um yes yes, it Mm was okay it was Ruby yes okay yes okay that would be good good conversation it would be
0: really good and I would I would want to talk to her because I think that children see things differently right yeah children think we know that they see things differently than we do as adults but children oftentimes are a lot more resilient and a lot more flexible and bending than us and so I would really want to hear from her what it was like to walk that walk, what it was like to be in her shoes, and what life lessons did she take away from that? Mm-hmm. And how does she feel it's impacted her in her life, in her relationships with people, in, you know, her family? I would really want to know all of that.
1: That would definitely be an interesting conversation. I love that. I had even... Um, because my husband was uh, talking about that. There was something, he was in a group. There was a, a Black history group, and they were talking about history, and one of them brought that up and he was talking about that. I was like, "That that is intriguing, for sure.
0: It really is. Can you imagine being that little girl, and you're going to school, and you have these people that are accompanying you because people hate you, and they want to hurt you, and you've got all these people yelling and you're supposed to go into this school and thrive in that environment and knowing that you're the first, because a lot of times I feel like people want to be the first of something, or they want to be the best because they want the recognition, but mm-hmm. you don't understand the challenges. You don't understand the posture that it takes to hold that title or to get through that time. Right. And the I just would really want to hear from her because I think that that would be just an incredible lesson.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And just, you know, her being that young and having to endure that, that's that, that that's a that's a testimony for sure. It is.
0: And you know she's never forgotten it because how could you?
1: Yeah, never. You can't never. forget something like that. That's embedded forever forever. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Well, listen, I had so much fun talking to you. It's
0: been a great conversation. Thank you again for having me.
1: Yes, of course. Always. Yes, I'm always open to, you know, sharing people's inspiring stories and talking about our work, you know, because you are truly inspiring. But before I let you go, I got to do unpack your box with you, which is basically where I give every guest a minute to just unpack their box. And that just means you can say whatever you want to say. Whatever words you want to leave us with in this moment.
0: Okay, I will leave you with this. I'm, I'm so grateful to spend time with you guys tonight. I encourage you to go follow me on Instagram. It's unpause underscore your underscore dreams. Or follow me on my website, unpauseyourdreams.com. I really, really want to take this time to say to you that whatever it is that you've been thinking about, even if it's that thought that's way in the back of your mind that you haven't given any energy to or even any consideration to, but it's something that's there and it's deep inside of you, or whether it's the dream that's at the top of your mind and you're just not doing it yet, you deserve to have that dream. You deserve to walk in it. You deserve to experience it, to feel it, to be in it, to have it in its fullness in this life. So whatever you're doing, promise yourself, take a commitment to yourself that you'll take one step every day in the direction of having your dream so that one day you can fully realize them. You owe it to yourself. You deserve it. Thank you
1: yes you're welcome get into it y'all i love it so much listen you are so inspiring you guys make sure you connect with her this queen is doing amazing things for all of us you know all of us have dreams that we want to follow i think we all can relate to that all right so make sure you guys follow her instagram and visit her website we out y'all thank you thank Thank you you. bye y'all wait before you leave keep up with your girl on instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast click the link over there in my bio it will direct you to every single thing that i have going on if you purchased my book thank you so much make sure you leave your girl a review on amazon and if you bought anything from the queen wolf shop i thank you so very much the shop is still open thank you guys so much for your love and your support i appreciate appreciate you all and love you all. Be well.